A young man, isolated in a small town that's barely a blip on the map, begins to seek validation from a violent online community. He nervously displays his work, eager that YouTube will grant him the success he desires. However, he can't seem to stomach the harsh and unforgiving reality of the failure and turns to the bottle. He says, quote, If someone gets to that point in life like I was, you really don't care about what happens anymore. I was tired of it all. And what do you do when you're tired of it all? You destroy everything, and in this case, everyone, starting from scratch. But so we got 14 entries this week, and which is good. I mean, you got a one out of 14 chance to win an Amazon gift card. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's freaking I mean, amazing, dude. I would get in there sooner because the chances are not like your odds are not going to improve as this contest keeps going because more people are going to start leaving comments. And so your odds Hopefully. are probably going to be lower. Oh yeah. That's as I'm... people hear this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's raffle these things off. I can't, I can't see from this far away. So. I can. Oh, how do I pick a winner? Oh, needs winners. Choose winners. Now <laughs> that look, Jen gave you John. Boom. Coral. Coral. Coral is our winner. Coral. That's awesome. Congrats, Coral. Mm-hmm. Longtime listener, first time caller. All right, Coral. Thank you so much. We uh, that that should be sent to your your Amazon. We got to figure out how and to make sure that's right. But we're gonna we're gonna do that every week for you guys. Just a that's awesome. Congrats, back. Coral. 25 bucks. Somebody said they were going to buy shoes. They wanted to win it. I was like, shoes? What What kind of cheap shoes? 25 bucks? Hey, there are I some mean, pretty nice shoes you, on there. You can, yeah. For $25? Yeah, or not everyone has have, to buy a pair of Yeezys. Maybe they're, they have their eye on something and it will contribute towards it. Like if it's a $75 <sighs> pair of shoes, like, you know, mentally it feels a little bit better to only spend 50 You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I saw a pair of the new Yeezys. And What's a what Yeezy? is a Yeezy? I it's thought that was Kanye, a rapper. It is. Well, oh, no, God. there's young. There's so. They, oh, I'm thinking of Jeezy. You're thinking of young Jeezy, but Kanye West's shoe line Yeezys. They, I saw someone wearing the newer ones, and I told them that they literally looked like cartoon shoes, like Mickey Mouse. Well, that guy <laughs> is pretty much a cartoon character. <laughs> he changed his name name to Ye now. He just goes by Ye, like Kanye. Kanye. Yeah, but Ye. With so it's Y E yeah. Hello guys, I at the TMTM ground location. Tis I Wolfie again. I really wanted to share my screenshot of my Spotify year breakdown thingy, but it won't let me attach a picture. Oh, anyway, the Spotify Wrapped. Yes. Spotify what? It, Spotify Wrapped. It's like it tells you what you listen to most. Oh, there you go. Anyway. Talk Murder to Me was my top played podcast prior to me becoming a Patreon subscriber, amounting to a total of 243 episodes. And after repeating a couple favorite episodes, I listened to a total of 19,003 minutes. Wow. 19,000? How many hours is that? Oh, that's minutes. So Minutes. I don't know. Well, 19,000 divided by 60. Oh, my Lord. Man, 19,000. What was your favorite episode? You said you listened to your few your favorite episodes twice. That is 317 hours, which is how many days? 
asking oh a lot of questions here. Well, there's 24 hours. That's of, about a little over 13 days. Wow. 13 days of your life. Wow. That is a lot of hours. You, you oh, should have listened to it with osmosis. She said, if that doesn't show my love, I don't know what will. Hope you guys are having a good week. Love you guys. We oh, love, you love you too. too yeah, we do love you. So, so answer the question. What's your favorite episode? Jen, talk into the microphone. Oh my God. Sorry. There's 19,000 minutes and Jen still can't talk into the microphone. <laughs> well, I, can you turn my headphones up, by the way? I figured I was close to it, but I forgot that you have to be right on front uh, of it. All right. couple comments. Yeah, Olivia here, she says, uh, wow, John, oh, she says, wow, John is so cool Aww. and so interesting. She's obviously trying to, I don't pick she's the comments. To, she's trying yeah. to. I don't pick the winners manually, guys. It is a raffle. I press a button. So don't try to butter me up. No, <laughs> do. Do still try Jesus. to butter all of us up. <laughs> It is Nicole's completely still on a high from yeah, last week. Somebody finally said I was their favorite, which is awesome. It is completely random, guys. So no, but keep complimenting <laughs> us though. Like all of your comments should be compliments. It's like that video. Oh, she says, "Give I me mean, compliments." Love the show just for John. <laughs> Who said that? Olivia. She's trying to win, and then the very next one, she says, "Please, John, I need new shoes." Oh, <laughs> Olivia will. Keep commenting this week and you'll get entered again. So hopefully you win next week. Yeah, there's a lot of good comments. I uh, kind of don't want to go through them all. Let me see. Um, everyone loved or not loved. They did love it. But the Joe Arity story. Oh, that yeah, story that just broke my heart. At the, the second episode that I put out. See, originally it was going to be one episode. But then it, it I don't I don't feel like people. I can I don't I don't feel like anyone could like maintain someone's attention for like more than an hour. So that's mm. why I kind of want to cut them up. But the second episode, if you listen to the very end, when I kind of stopped talking, I was literally tearing up. It was so because sad. I actually though I read the book and this guy, Joe Arity, was a kid. He had no idea what was going on, you know. It was. Yeah. That was a heartbreaker. Uh, that was hard to hear. Bria says, I've listened to every single episode you guys have made twice now. Wow. And then she said, this is the saddest story I've ever heard y'all cover. My heart breaks for Joe. Aww. And then she said, did they ever find the real killer of Dorothy? Because I don't think Frank, that other guy, Frank Aguilar, I mean, he was also an immigrant. And he was labeled feeble-minded. Remember, like, the first time that he was arrested, it was, oh, I got this guy. He's feeble-minded. Obviously, mm -hmm. he's dumb. He did it. It's just like, wow, that is crazy. Messed so up. I kind of wish someone would go into his story and make sure he didn't do it and then pardon him, too. Yeah. But anyway... um, Sweet. So congratulations, Coral, for winning that. And we're going to do that every week. So it's real simple, guys. And I don't keep email addresses or anything like that. You, if you go to the site, you're not going to see any privacy trackers or all kinds of BS like that. So as soon as the contest is over, everything's deleted. But if you want to enter that for next time, just go to talkmar.com. Any of the episodes that we post this week. 
So you basically got three chances. Leave a comment. It doesn't have to be long or whatever. And make sure you put your email address in that box. Every time you leave a comment, you got to do that. Or it should be if you're already logged in, if you had left one before and you go back to it, it should just be like a little button to click enter or something. I don't know. I have to look it up. But anyway, we'll do that every week. So uh, thanks, everyone. Uh, thanks for everyone on live chat. Darren, what's up, Heather? What's up? Surprise shots, surprise shots. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. I liked that. Is that Dr. McGillicuddy's? It's just the peppermint patty schnapps. Oh, I like that. Today's story is another request. I have to look and see who requested this, but do you? it's similar to the Randy Stare Oh, episode. that was a good You said episode. that we were going to do another similar story. I know, I know. And this is like not well known at all, but it's... Didn't Malachi request Randy Stare? Yeah, he requested he Randy yeah. Stare. All right, so if this is your first time, this is the Talk Murder to Me podcast. My name is John. I'm here with Jen and Nicole. We are on live chat. Thank you guys so much. The chat room is popping here. I know. What the I love it. Great. This is two weeks in a row. I love it. I know. And I like when you guys interact with each other. And too. we've been late in the last two weeks too. Today so was this my is fault. Great. Yeah, yeah. It's today's Jen's fault. Yeah, like she said. Like I said, I will always take credit for things that I do, whether they're beneficial or what's the opposite of beneficial? Unbeneficial. No, there's no. a specific word. Bad? Yeah, bad, but like <sighs> negative. Like a benefactor, malfactor, if they're mal. Malefficient? Yeah, malefficient. That's the word. Thank you. Is it really? Oh, I want to say I'm working on a couple big episodes. We have Drew Peterson episode coming Ooh. up. We have Toy Box Killers coming up. These Ooh. are all. New. These are all next week. You definitely want to be on live chat for Toy Box. Toy box killers. Is that request? I would say yeah, because it takes place in New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. She also, she just sent a message. She has another request too on top of that one. Yeah, that's a good one. It's it takes place in Truth or Consequences. That is the city name. Wait, the Wait. <laughs> city's name is called Truth or Consequences. Yes. That's oh. where the toy box murders take place interesting that sounds so it, it was ominous yeah <laughs> oh my god does anyone live there anymore yeah it's like living in isn't there a city called hell you know like i know no. there's a purgatory well, in rhode island so i was looking at yeah, i ain't living there i'm just i'm just saying i'm not living in truth or consequences well, i'm not living in truth or dare either that's awful i was looking it up where truth or consequences came from like where did that name came from was it a puritan name from? no it 50 years ago somebody who uh, yeah basically about 50 years ago is this little small town and there was this radio host that was pretty popular nationwide and they had and he had put a challenge out there for any town to change their name like who would do it a town would never do that i bet they wouldn't do this anyway tr this town they win this town which was called like something like uh <laughs> <Smithville>. <laughs> it was yeah it was something ridiculous I mean, something normal is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Like Plainville or something. 
changed its name to Truth or Consequences. Like, that is the name. So, <laughs> uh, y'all remember the Colbert Report? Yeah. So he, uh, I, I don't remember what year this was. I think this was when I was in college. So this may have been like eh, 2010-ish. And he had a, um, there was a survey that NASA was doing. And it was a vote for like, name the yeah. next space shuttle oh, and it was like that. independence freedom or you could write in your own yeah. he got all of his viewers yeah. to write in colbert and it won yeah but oh they gosh. wouldn't name it Col the colbert why because they were like okay like we get it but also no it was named independence so i i'm pretty sure they named the bathroom the colbert oh my god on the spaceship. oh my god isn't that awesome though yeah yeah like i hope it doesn't blow up man all right, let's get started. So, if this is your first time, my name is John. I'm sitting here with Jen and Nicole. This is Talk Murder Me podcast. I put all my sources, photos, videos on talkmurder.com. You definitely want to go there and see this. We are on live chat. We got a bunch of people on live chat. And you guys are going to follow along with us tonight. This is a episode request. And I'll go back and put who requested in later. But... It is a Randy Stare-ish episode. If you haven't listened to Randy Stare episode, 24-year-old, worked at a grocery store, was also a YouTuber. He was semi-famous, and he fell deeply in love with a cartoon character, an anime yeah, character. So, so, what, so what aspect of the story is similar? Is it the fact that someone falls in love with a cartoon character or that they are there, a YouTuber? Well, I want you to tell me when we go through this, how it's similar. There's a couple things that's similar to this. Tonight we're going to hear, this is a Waller, Texas. Oh shit, I shouldn't have told you the state. Well, Why? Oh, okay, Nicole, looking at this house, what state? <laughs> what? You can't pick what state Waller, from this house. Texas. Oh God, you got wow. the city. Holy Damn. shit! How did you know the city? Since I don't know. The population is under you know five thousand. I was a third place geography B winner. I really? Don't know if I, I think you saw the tree in the car. I, you must have been at this house I, before. Uh, hey. And the horse and the cowboy and the horse in the background. Is there a cowboy? No, there's not. It's like wow. Can I really not see that well? All right, so this is a ranch-style home. If you want to describe this. High ceilings. High ceilings. Oh, very high ceilings. What the shit? It looks is like it a church. Is it an office building? Yeah. Oh, my God. How far do the ceilings go up? It's like a hip roof colonial, mm -hmm. but only Jesus one story. Jesus, Lord. And it, you have the, the caution tape that's uh, surrounding well, the property. Don't describe the caution tape. I thought you you said describe what you see. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty prominent. It's There's right a, red, the a red Toyota RAV4, like a 90s version of a RAV4. Or is that like a Bronco? I think it was a Bronco, Jen. March 19th, 2012. Have you guys heard of the Trey Sessler case? Anybody out there on live chat? Land? That name sounds familiar, Sessler. and I don't know if it's because last week you said that or if I just recognized the name. Sessler. No, because you're thinking of Sizzlers, because you like to eat at Sizzlers. What the fuck? Is there what a is Sizzlers What is that? What is that? <laughs> I don't even... Sizzlers. Is, like a, is it like a Texas Roadhouse? If you didn't know. say the name last week, then I've heard the name, but I can't. I couldn't tell you anything about the story. All right, so we're going to March 19th, 2012. We're going to Waller, Texas. Very small town. Very small town in Waller. Waller, Texas is so small, 
How small is it? <laughs> Your mom it's is so, so ugly. <laughs> it's so small. How cold is it? It's so cold that I saw the mayor sticking his hand in his own pocket. <laughs> uh, okay, I got one for you. What's what's the difference between Alexander the Great and Winnie the Pooh? What? Or right, what do they have in common? What? They have a the in their name? Damn it, how'd you know that? I don't know, I guess. Oh. You heard that on my Peloton ride this morning. Yeah. She does riddles every Sunday. Oh, that's <laughs> for cute. Feel good at her ride. Go Peloton. Love it. Waller is so small that at one point, the largest employer in the town and the largest company paying taxes for the town was a Chevrolet dealership. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's small, man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Huh. March 19, 2012, small Texas town of Waller, 22-year-old son, asked his mother to come out to the garage. Now, this is midnight. So, I imagine him coming in, in his car. The mother comes out. This is midnight. Everyone else in the house is sleeping. Okay. 22-year-old son. You know, come on, mom. Mom, can you come look at this? Something's wrong with the tranny. That's what they call transmission. No, they don't call. That. I thought you were talking about <laughs> like a Trans Am. Oh yeah, no, I wasn't talking about that. Something's wrong with the clutch, mom. Come look at this. Slightly after midnight, as soon as she walks into the garage, the son. This is what he'll tell Texas Rangers after this incident. He says, Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. The son says, quote, I just screwed myself. Kind of like there's no going back End quote. The mother <laughs> walks, the mother walks into the door of the garage. The son points a high powered rifle right at his mother and pulls the trigger. Oh, damn. So. So he lured her to the car as a, to distract her or like bring her there. It's yeah. like a Ted Bundy move. Yeah. His own mother. I mean, you don't have to do that, though. Like, it's your mom. This is the mother right here, the one that was shot. There's not many good pictures on her. I obviously don't want to... I want to put a better, like, profile picture, but there are none. Mm. So this is her right here. This is the boy's mother. It looks like she's in the middle of an interview or something. Yeah, I was thinking that, too. Is this in the... Did you say what year this was yet? Yeah, 2012. March 19th, okay. 2012. Junior year. Mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. Can you kind of describe the mother for us? Long blonde hair. I mean, brown hair. Glasses. Things. She looks older-ish. 50s. Yeah, 57. I wonder if that's like the Texas heat that makes you look older. No, she looks like 50s. Yeah, she lo- I'd say she looks about her age. Uh, mm-hmm. she, looks ta- she looks like a mom. I don't know. Yeah. yeah housewife, maybe. Yeah, she's not a housewife. She actually works at the uh, local newspaper, the, oh. the Waller Times. Oh. And I think she's like a typesetter, if that's still a thing. Or she does, she's not like a investigative reporter. She just works in the office. Gotcha. This is Rhonda Weiss Sessler. She is 57 years old. Rhonda Weiss Sessler. Now, Sessler is spelled S-E-S-L-E-R. So, I... Initially was searching like in the newspapers for two S's in the middle. Okay. It sounds like it should be spelled S-Z-E-S-S-L-E-R. 
Yeah. Sessler. But so, I, I see that's not the case. Rhonda Weiss Sessler, 57. And the article that we're pulling a lot of this from is from crimemagazine.com. Simply because the article seemed real legit and I'll link to it on talkmore.com. But it was written by a high school friend of Rhonda's. Okay. So she knows a lot about the family. She knows a lot about the murder. All right. Okay. So I'm going to talk a little bit about Rhonda real quick. She grew up in Hempstead, 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 Stead or Hempstead, Hempstead, Hempstead. She grew up in Hempstead, Texas, only 15 minutes down the road. Another small town. Now, if you Google Earth, her home it is very spread out. So not mm. only is it small, but there's no neighbors nearby. It's very country. Rural. Rural. You know, and I guess it is in Texas. It's kind of like where we went, where there's like no other houses. Did you, you see any other houses? To your grandparents, you mean? Yeah. No. You did see a 5G fucking tower sitting right on their down. I wonder if they paid your grandparents to put that on your, their property. I don't know, man. I would not put that 5G thing on me, on my property. What's the difference between hey. a 5G tower and a regular tower? Well, I don't know, Jen. Do you want your brain to be melted? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, it's already like dented and all fucked up. So I don't really care at all this right. point. We all know I'm going to have Alzheimer's and die a sad, lonely Stop it! That went way dark, way fast. Nah, you'll get killed in a car wreck. That's what I said! (laughs) I said that! Oh my god! You're just putting it into the universe, John. I hope it doesn't happen today. A little bit about Rhonda. From an early age, she was very accepting of everybody. Everyone. This lady, her friend from high school... Talked about one instance where Rhonda befriended a girl. This is in grade school, so I don't know, nine, ten years old. The girl was getting ignored by everyone because she was, she, uh, quote, rumored not to have gotten enough oxygen at birth, end quote. So I'm taking it that she's special needs or something like that. Everyone else is kind of ignoring her not really friendly with her if you will and she accepts her like she didn't even know that she was different type of thing that she didn't even know she had special needs she was a valedictorian from her high school and graduated from the sam houston state university she was described by her neighbors as quote very motherly end quote especially to the youngest son which is kind of sad on this story because trey sessler is the youngest son she has two sons Trey's older brother, which we're going to talk about, and then him. Trey was the different one in the family, yet the mother tried her best to cater to him. Not not overly pampering, but you know, trying to support him in his activities and everything else. She was like like it said, very motherly. She worked at a local newspaper, the Waller Times, and according to her colleagues, which this came out in the Waller Times, obviously they know her best. She was a, quote, precise wordsmith with a contagious laugh, end quote. They also said, quote, Rhonda had a very warm and friendly personality and everyone loved her gentleness, her kindness and her unassuming character. Rhonda had a quick wit and could always make us laugh. Mm. 
So we're trying to really get into the victim profile here before we go on any more of the story. I'm almost done, though. One of Trey's friends, Trey's the killer of his mother, called called his mother, quote, quintessential. Quintessential. Quote, quintessential. What is it? Quintessential. Quintessential. Got it. She called her, quote, he, what are you doing? May I have the bottle opener? Oh. I was trying not to interrupt. He said about her, she was, quote, always ready with lemonade and cookies, end quote. Oh. The mother was very supportive of the son. I just want to say that because it's going to come up here in a second. Wasn't a mean mom. Wasn't a, didn't do any. No, in fact, in fact, a sticky note was found at the crime scene left by the mother prior to this that said, the sticky note said, quote, Trey, Enjoyed our time together last night watching Pawn Shop. Got you some groceries and supplies in town, but the Xanax can't be refilled until October 30th. Oh, no. Sock is in microwave to heat up for your elbow. I filled up the bird, which I get, which means a Thunderbird. Mm-hmm. I filled up the bird, and here is some extra money for gas, food, etc. Here is your wallet. It was in Bird Door, end quote. So... So what'd you notice there about the Xanax can't be refilled yet. So he was probably mad about that. All right. So moving on. Moving on up. All right. Can you describe this person? Um, is that her son or? No. Yeah, that's her older son right there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's Mark. Mark Sessler. Mark Sessler, 26 <sighs> years old. Okay. I was going to say he doesn't. I, I was expecting a teenager. No, no. So this isn't Trey. This is the brother. No, no. Oh, okay. Even I'm Trey. Sorry. Trey is twenty-two. He's not a teenager either. Oh. He's twenty-two. Mark Sessler is twenty-six. The older brother. So two brothers, mom and dad. Now this is remember this is after midnight, very late, and Mark hears this gunshot with this high-powered rifle. It's a twenty-two. Wow, like real loud. Plus, is echoing in the garage. Because he shoots her in the garage. So it kind of amplifies. It's like when you stick a phone inside like a cup. Mm-hmm. It amplifies it. Yeah, it's a poor girl speaker. Poor girl speaker. So the brother Mark comes out and says, quote, I don't know what you're doing out there, but it was really loud. End quote. Now, keep in mind, this is almost one in the morning. The brother Trey, who just killed his mom. Now, Mark doesn't see the mom's dead body yet, but Trey walks past him, doesn't say a word. Does he have any blood on him or anything? No blood, no, because it was he shot her kind of far away. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, this family, not just a Texas thing, but there's guns everywhere in the house. Every, every family member here is an avid firearms NRA shooter. supporter. NRA supporter, I guess. I mean... Well, it is Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the younger brother walks right past his older brother. Quote, I didn't say anything to him. I just quietly walk past him. I go to my room. I pick up my Glock 9mm that's full of TAP, FPD, which are hollow points. And I go into the hallway and I point it at him, end quote. Meaning his brother or his dad? His brother. Oh. So I didn't say anything about dad. Well, you said that... He kills his mom. He kills his mom. The brother comes out. Whoa, what's... It's one o'clock out here. What are you doing? What was that loud noise? I don't know what it is, but, you know, come on, man. 
you know, trying to be, he's, I mean, he loves his brother. They, right. It's a very loving family, which yeah. we'll get to. The brother didn't say anything, walks right past him, goes into his room, pulls open the drawer, and there's guns everywhere, like I said. Pulls out the Glock, is already loaded with hollow point rounds. He goes back into the hallway where he's confronted by his older brother, knowing none the wiser what's going on. And the younger brother pulls the Glock out and shoots him. Bow, bow, shoots him twice. And then the brother, still alive, still alive, runs into the bathroom door and slams the door. Wow. Now, may I ask a question? Mm -hmm. What what do hollow point bullets do? Like, what makes those so special? I was thinking I was making the association hollow and like blank. But Mm. yeah. Okay, so a hollow point, it basically expand when when it hits the surface it it break it fragments it oh. breaks up you know how a shotgun when you shoot a shotgun right you have pellets mm-hmm. instead of an actual uh bullet, uh, bullet. Yeah. yeah so hollow points let me see this is from ammo.com i don't think you can get a better <laughs> ammo.com we trust this source it's probably pretty legit yeah so this says a hollow point bullet is easily recognizable by the nose because while they are not hollow bullets they do have hollow tips. It will have an indentation, yada, yada, yada. The main reasons people flock to hollow points are for personal defense and hunting. However, there is a strong... What the hell? Tell me. When these bullets hit a target, they should bloom outwards like a flower. Okay, mm. so the... Coral just said that. Don't they shatter on impact? Yeah, so they shatter and, and bloom like this is saying. That's a good point. So basically... If it enters the body, it's going to make more damage. It's going gotcha. to tear up those tendons. It's going to tear up that that heart muscle. Because the fragments are everywhere. Of the tip. Well, of the tip. So the tip bloom, uh, blooms out. It doesn't quite fragment from what this is saying. I've never, I never shot a hollow point. No reason to. A lot of people buy them for a home defense. Mm. So D got them as a birthday present, she said. <laughs> oh, fucking D. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Who's this guy? The husband or dad. Here's the dad. The dad's sleeping. He's a teacher. Yeah, he's a teacher. Oh. So who you're looking at now is Lawton Ray Jr., 58. He is a father and an educator for 30 years. That's bad. So he started. Bad that he got killed. Yeah, no, I'm saying it's, yes, it's terrible. So. No, I thought you were saying that's bad. He was an educator. No, 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 I'm saying, no. All right, so if he's 30. Or if he was an educator for 30 years and he's 58 right now. So he was 28, 28 when he started. He was a highly regarded teacher at Robinson Elementary in the Cypress Fairbanks School District. Quote, with more than 30 years of teaching experience, he made the difference in the lives of hundreds of students during his career. He was a spotlight teacher in 2000, 2006, selected for his outstanding contributions as a teacher. The mother and the father... Now, well, the father's not dead yet, but they were married for 34 years. Mm. Those two shots that shot his older son woke him up. Now, he is still in the bed, and and apparently he sleeps face down, which I I don't know how you sleep face down. Mm. Anyway, he wakes up, and as soon as he says, you know, what's going on? Then he sees his older, his younger son pointing the the rifle at him. So he went back to the rifle then. Oh, no, excuse me. Then he sees his younger son pointing the Glock at him. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. 
This kind of reminds me of um the the house part, Florida house party one. Oh yeah. Trey, hearing him ask what was going on, ran in and shot his father twice, leaving him sprawled face down on the bed. The time was about 1 a.m. on what would have been his school teacher father's first day back at work after spring break. Mm. This is the father's bed. Ooh. Oh, that's pretty bad. Oh, look, that's a lot the of blood, blood on the back. Look at what is that? I wonder where that on the side that looks like a it's like a dumbbell. Yeah. Outline. So he shoots his dad and his dad dies there face down on the mattress. He then runs back to the bathroom to finish off his brother. He's going to he's going to make he's going to make sure everyone's dead. He already started it. He already opened that that bottle. He's going to finish it. He's going to make sure it's done. Like he said earlier, when he was talking to the Texas Ranger, kind of like, well, I already started it, so ain't no going back now. Mm. So if you want to read this. He shot the deadbolt out and kicked the door open to see his brother lying on the floor in the fetal position, blood covering much of the floor near his body. Okay, I guess that's got him, he told the Rangers. So he shoots through the door. So here's what happens. He shoots his dad. And there's only four people. Four people in the house, including himself, kills his mom first, goes in, shoots his brother. Brother runs to the bathroom, locks himself in. Dad wakes up. He goes, shoots the dad real quick. Then he's making a pit stop back at the bathroom because remember, the brother was shot, but he didn't die. Right. He's not laying on the floor. He ran to the bathroom. So now Trey is going to pump at least six, maybe even seven bullets through the bathroom door. Just kind of like, oh, where would he be? Bow, bow. Maybe he's down here. Maybe he's crawling. Boom, boom. Just all over. And if you see the crime scene, which you're about to in a minute, it and one of the uh, Texas Rangers described it as a war zone. Completely bullets everywhere. It looks like somebody took an Uzi in there and just started spraying like mm. they would be spraying paint or something. Just everywhere. So after he shoots through the door a few times, he shoots the deadbolt and then he breaks the door down. And okay, I guess I, that's got him because he sees his brother there in the fetal position. And one thing that this doesn't said, he he actually shot his brother in the head. And I don't know if that was the initial or whatever, but at the end of the day, the brother was shot in the head. So maybe it was through the door. Maybe it was at first, but thinking it was through the door anyway. So. Yeah, because I mean, if he if he's shot in the head and then he still had enough like wherewithal to go into the bathroom and hide. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, look at that freaking! That's a Glock right there. That's a that's a D weapon right there. Look at the, oh, that's a nine mil. D, is this what you have? Ending subscription. <laughs> no fuck, we need that. <laughs> See, watch what you say, John. Can I just say I feel like. He looks similar to the shooter from the Michigan school shooting this past week. Uh, how, what the his face? What happened with that? I didn't see. No, any. I haven't seen it either. Actually, oh, there were actually two school shootings this past week. Was, was that it? a record? No, sadly, no. It's sadly about, two about in a week is not a record. Core. No. <laughs> What's the record? I I don't know, <laughs> but there was one in Michigan, and the 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 kid. His parents were actually charged with manslaughter because he was a, he, they like saw that he had these troubling like 
drawings and um was it an issue and they tried to tell the parents that like this you know he he needs to get help. help yeah and they just didn't want to hear it. they like sent him back to school and who told him that like teacher well, why didn't the teacher freaking say hey you can't this come is to not a, 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 a be all end all summary this is just a a, a <sighs> quick probably not 100 percent factual summary not not 100% factual just just was the michigan shooters i know nothing about it but did they idolize the columbine shooters cuz this guy did and yeah. also randy stare why are you guys it's like it's like all right i want to be is that what the, they say, have in common is that well that's like, one of the things let's say if i want to be a movie star i'm going to idolize tom cruise since he's the best i knew you were gonna say <laughs> so, that i still think that tom hanks is the best tom out so, there tom hanks so is I'm the gonna, best so actor I'm, of all time so i'm gonna try I'm gonna stop you right there i'm gonna idolize him but these kids are idolizing dylan was it dylan klebald or whatever his name is and eric harris i think is his name like what the fuck's up with that why how are they idolizing this Sorry, I'm laughing at the comments that are happening right now, and I can't stop it, even though they love that I'm trying not to smile, but it's been really funny, so thanks, guys. Years of practice is how. <laughs> what are you talking about? Nothing. Just nothing. Don't worry. They probably, I don't know why they idolize them, but they probably feel like they have something in common with them with being kind of outcast and... I mean, it's sad to idolize a group of kids that did something so terrible and they were like the first and the worst. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they weren't really the first. I don't know if they were the no, first. No, they weren't the first. The first was like in the 40s or something. The first school shooter? Yeah, the first school shooter. But that wasn't that was a standalone thing. Now it's like an epidemic, you know, because once once someone does it, people try to do it better you know, kill more people or is whatever. It, is it just me or was the net, like there was Columbine, which we were very young for, mm -hmm. but I feel like the next big thing didn't happen until Virginia Tech. That was definitely a massive one. Yeah. I remember that too. Like I don't, and I know we and were then, kids for Columbine, but I don't remember. Uh, and so I don't know if we would recognize it, but I mean, we were still kids when like nine 11 happened and that's something you don't forget. So, like, I wonder, like, was there a big school shooting between Columbine and Virginia Tech? Do we know? I mean, like, I'm this is a gen well, genuine Well, I'm sure question. that there were, but it's, like, I think it's all a matter of, you know, perspective and what each of us may remember a different school shooting. Like, yeah, well, like, Virginia, Virginia Tech, um, Sandy Hook, well, you yeah, know, Sandy that Hook. was after that. Yeah, Sandy Hook was after Virginia Tech. But I mean that Sandy Hook was. I think I told you guys that the brother of the shooter went to to my school to my wow. college. All right, so describe this guy, and this is kind of a, a. I mean, it's a kind of a cool picture. I would think. I don't think so. Very, very I don't think it's cool at all. Movie, I think movie it's very, star ish. No, no, I think it's very ominous. Well, now that you know, but keep in mind these. No, no. I don't think a child, a teenager holding a gun is cool. No, I don't either. I don't like if, okay. even if he was like. Oh okay, yeah, well maybe I, mean, I should make the top of his class. Maybe star, I should student star everything. Like this picture would still be concerning to me. Maybe I should preface this. He was a a movie creator. He he was big into 
making his own movies, recording his own movies, doing war scenes, stuff like that. So okay, make, in that context, I can yeah, see that's everything. what I was. That's what I meant. So in this photo, for instance, kind of reminds me of like you remember Han Solo, and I think it's the same pose that he's doing when he was like kind of crouched and he had the gun. Yeah. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Do you or are you just saying? No, that? I do know what you're talking All right, about. Let me look. Harrison at it. Ford. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is kind of what it reminded me of right here. I guess, but no, I, it's still... Knowing, though, what we know about the murder, I don't see him as Han Solo, badass from Star Wars. No. I see him as oh, school this shooter. Oh, this one right here. The Texas Ranger asked him, why did he do this? And he said, and these, these interviews aren't public. The friend used the Information Act to get these, and she watched them and then kind of transcribed them. The Texas Rangers asked him why he did this, and he said, quote, too much alcohol, too many drugs, and too much exposure and study of violence to where it didn't seem like it was going to phase me to do that, end quote. Well, was he doing research for his films or like? Yeah, we're, we're going to get there. This guy is an, another YouTube star-ish. Oh, okay, I can skip forward and get to that now if you want, or I can go over the crime scene. I was just going to go in order, but... You go whatever, whichever way you, you want to go. All right, so this is a part of the crime scene. If you want to read this, Nicole... I will never forgive myself. I don't know why I did this. God help me. Did he kill himself after? No, he didn't no, kill himself. No, he was talking to the Rangers, remember? Oh, oh that's right. But this is the. But that's weird that he would write that message on a door. Yeah, and you're gonna see the home. He after after the family was dead. He's basically a family annihilator, right? Kills his mom, kills his dad, kills his older brother. Then he writes this. What Nicole just read on the door. He wrote all over the place. On Tuesday, police found the makings of a horror movie inside the Sessler house. The body of Trey's mother, Wanda Weiss Sessler, 57, in the garage, his brother Mark, 26, in the bathroom, his father, Lawton Ray Sessler, Jr., 58, in the master bedroom. There were rifle casings scattered on the floor, broken glass, and blood. All right, here's the crime scene, some of the crime scene. So he's writing on the cabinets, too. Yeah, he, he wrote everywhere. He wrote everywhere. I never forgive the state of my state of something. So he's very not. He's very. No one will ever forgive. No one Um, will ever. No one will forgive me. Not even me. It's kind of crazy because as you'll see, and we're going to get more into this in a little bit. And it's kind of long, but he writes all this stuff. But he also goes back at least twice to make sure his family's dead. And in both times he, and this is what he says, he, quote, pops more rounds at the family to to make sure they're dead, you know. But yet he's writing all over the house saying, please forgive me, God, forgive me, this, this, that, and the other. I wonder if it's in, uh, like, a a try to get some sort of... um, reduced sentence when they find out that it's him or, i don't know maybe but so trey eric sessler he was a youtuber we're going to talk about his youtube stuff he was known as mr anime fucking ah, anime man interesting i think anime is causing all these fucking kids to go nuts interesting. man that is, it a, is a, a more violent that. version of cartoons huh like I, I didn't expect that to be another connection point 
yeah, the YouTube, which we're going to talk, we're going to show you his videos here in a second. But yeah, he was a Mr. Anime, so he would review anime tapes, and most of them are very violent, very bloody. Lots of sexual, I mean, not like sexual content, like rape and stuff, and murder. Very gruesome shit. In cartoons, you can make them do anything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I don't know. But he would review these online. Anyway, so, and we're going to get to that in a minute. I know, it gets kind of crazy. But I want to make sure I do this story right. That's why I'm kind of doing all these details. Waller County Sheriff Glenn Smith said, quote, This was a scene that had a lot of violence. The house was ransacked, end quote. They found him a day later, pretty much. It took a whole day to find him. And he was sitting in his car. Where do you think he was sitting? In the garage. And this is in the middle of the day. He was sitting in his car in the parking lot of the Waller High School. Oh, no. He was planning a Columbine-style massacre at the school. And he was really close, but at the last second, he changed his mind. Well, thank God. Yeah, he wow. was going to go in there and kill a bunch of students. And here's, here's the difference between this guy and Randy Stair or any of the other shooters like James Holmes or whatever. This is a family that has grown, and most of his videos, you'll see, he has grown up with firearms. His, he is a, a, uh, a sharpshooter. Very accurate shot. He was an expert shooter, so if he would have walked into the Waller High School, because remember, it was the, the day after spring break, he could have did a lot of damage. But fortunately for everyone... he wasn't a student there anymore. No, he wasn't. No, no, he's 22. He did go there during high school, but he wasn't a student. And I believe that actually... That's a really good point that you just said, because that may have not really being connected anymore may have had a lot to do with him not deciding to go in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then his his dad was a teacher there, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah crazy did you know with columbine that there were supposed to be more deaths when they had two different bombs and they didn't go off Mm -hmm. so this is more the crime scene right here it just i mean this is wrecked so this kid Mm. goes in after he kills his three family members and just starts pushing over dressers and you see the tv on the floor there Mm -hmm. the tv uh, multiple tvs had bullets all bullet holes all in them. He would shoot the TVs, shoot the glass, shoot the pictures on the wall. It's I mean, funny because Nicole said that it reminded her of the Florida house party story, and it's kind of like all trash, like that house was. Yeah, and look at this photo. The you see the dressers just completely knocked over behind mm, the couch. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like a rage, you know. All right, let's get into this guy right here. This is, as I said before, Eric Sessler. Friends describe him as, quote, highly intelligent, slight, eccentric, and generally kind-hearted guy who seemed at times to, quote, live in his movies. And he called those movies his movie land. Mm. Tyler Adams, a high school friend, said, quote, it definitely was a mind gone astray. The only thing I can think of regarding Trey's decline is his movies over the years involved more and more violence, end quote. He wasn't a social butterfly, but if you approached him, he was nice, end quote. So if you look at the videos, I'm about to show you the videos. They do start off very, they do start off in a positive light where he's enjoying what he's doing. He's reviewing animes and stuff like that. 
But there's a, a marked decline, and I believe it's with the alcohol because he starts making videos when he is obviously intoxicated, which you're about to see. I'm, I'm about to. Sh I'm, let's just get. Let's just show the videos now, so we can get that out the way. What do you think? So here's Mr. Anime reviews. This is just a quick anime review film he made. You'll see how kind of he does it. Well, there's good shows, then there's bad shows, and then there's green green. So without further ado, I'm trying to get the. Uh... So are we saying it's alcohol as a contributor, or is it alcohol mixed with some medication? Well, he said he it was on? alcohol, and then so a couple things. So it said alcohol at first, or he said alcohol and drugs. And remember, he's not taking the Xanax anymore. Oh, how you doing, everyone? It's Mr. Anime. Or you can call me Trey. You can call me the guy that does the video game reviews. Or you can call me the guy that does all the. He's fucking drunk, dude. Mm -hmm. You okay. can definitely yeah. tell. Okay. This is one I was looking for. Yeah, mm -hmm. let's watch that again. So he's got a fucking gun. So half of his videos is of him target practicing. And no longer reviewing anime. And no longer reviewing anime. He still goes by Mr. Anime. And actually, he also goes by Lens Cap Productions. That's the mm. thing. Okay, but this is him. He stopped kind of reviewing anime for a while and started making videos of him shooting shit. And one, there's a really one very eerie video where he doesn't show it, but he says, you know, I got these pet rabbits. And then in the next video, the rabbits aren't there. So he and he actually confessed to shoot at target shooting his own rabbits. That's terrible. But yeah, watch this. Oh, how you doing, everyone? It's Mr. Anime. Or you can call me Trey. You can call me the guy that does the video game reviews. You can call me the guy that does all the gun stuff now. He's drunk as fuck, dude. What do you guys think of that shit, huh? Mm-hmm. Creepy. Hmm. All right. He graduated from Waller High School 2007. He started delivering pizzas. Then he started the anime stuff, which he wasn't making any money from the anime stuff. He did attend college for two years, but never graduated. His older brother, however, had a, a degree in business from the Sam Houston State University. No big police record. However, he was known by the police for shooting at closed businesses, schools, and even pet rabbits. He would set fires, which is, uh, you know, McDonald's. think oh, of yeah. uh, the 44 caliber killer did that too. Mm -hmm. He had a, he had a obsession with serial killers and he would, he would map out the different serial killers as far as. Uh, kill count and the brutality level he had levels for how they killed so if it was like a, a level five kill just based on the brutality of the kills did it was, this how long before the murders did that start a couple years before the murders the hmm. police said he planned to kill his parents for three or four years however i couldn't find anything other than what they said to substantiate that I don't know if he did or not. I mean, his family was pretty loving, so I don't know why he would. So he reviewed anime, very violent stuff. One was called High School of the Dead. During the review, he talked into the camera with a rifle uh, held in his hand. Another was called Death Note. I mean, they're all very violent. Two weeks before the murder even happened, Michael Williams, which is a crime scene investigator, said that he called the police, quote, he called us one day about something bizarre. He said he was sitting in the backyard and that a bullet whizzed by his head and that he had gotten his guns and he was ready, end quote. 
And a neighbor did also report gunshots fired. I, I think he was just, I don't know what the deal with that, but that was two weeks before. So after the murder, let's go back real quick. I mean, any questions about the, you guys know he's anime guy yeah. or whatever. It seems like he was a ticking time bomb. Yeah, he definitely a ticking time bomb. So going back to the house, he puts down the Glock. He picks up an AR-15 because he says he does, didn't want his family to suffer. And if you want to read this. Mom hasn't moved, he related. So I'm thinking, well, she's probably dead. But I popped two rounds at her just to make sure. What? Then he went back to the bathroom and shot his brother in the head. Finally, the bedroom where after his after shooting his father again, he said to himself, well, I think that's probably got him. So he went back to make sure that they were dead. Yeah. Yeah. So and like give another shot for good measure. Mm hmm. So, yeah. After he goes back with the AR-15, he actually picks up the phone and calls both the work numbers of his mom and dad and in a calm voice says that they're not going to make it in tomorrow. It's kind of crazy, right? Mm -hmm. About his sentence, he did plead guilty. He was 23 when he was sentenced to life in prison. No death penalty. No no death penalty. And I was thinking that, I put a note here. I, I don't know if this is the truth or not, but why do you think... They think about it. Like, why wouldn't they give him the death penalty? Because this is Texas, and he just killed three people. Like, why would they not try to kill him? And I don't know if this is true. Maybe this is just how I think, but. I mean, I, I would ask Wolfie the same question. Did he have any diagnosed mental illnesses? Mm -hmm. Well, he was taking Xanax, and he had depression. He wasn't diagnosed for any schizophrenia or anything like that. And did you say he was taking his medication? Yeah, he was taking his medication. Mm -hmm. But however, before this happened, remember the Xanax had ran out. He couldn't get a refill. You remember? Right. Till January. Yeah. I mean, I mean, medication and alcohol, it can, the medication alone can still make you think crazy thoughts. Yeah. You know? Um, so he calls his mom and dad's work, tells them they can't make it in. He begins shooting the house. He begins shooting the whole house up with the Glock. He even shoots his father's finch, which is a bird. Oh, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I'd say the father has a couple birds, actually. And he he killed all the animals in the house. I mean, he's not only a family annihilator. He killed everything. All the I mean, he took his Glock. They had two family fish tanks. He got above the water and started pumping, <gasps> pumping bullets into the water, killing the fish. He killed the ferret. He takes one of the bird cages, at least one, probably both. They were both shot. Both of the birds were shot dead. But police noticed that one of the bird cages was really just warped and bent. He had picked it up with the bird still inside it and slammed it against the wall. Oh, man. And then when it fell, he just started booting it. Stomping it. Mm -mm. Fucking nuts, man. So he did plead guilty. And I think that the, in my mind, I don't think they put him on a death penalty because, all right, if they kill this kid, they kill the whole Sessler family. You think about it. Yeah. They kill the whole. But you think that's why? I mean, maybe. I don't know. When I, I actually couldn't. I mean, it's not like he's going to procreate anyway and, and continue the line of the Sesslers. So. Right. Well, so, and here's how, like, probably why I thought that. When I was deploying, 
it was a big deal because my brother and dad were deployed. So I can't deploy when they're deployed. And this was a thing like from Band of Brothers or whatever. Got so it. if you, ha you, your whole family can't be deployed at the deployed same time because if everyone dies, then your mom's left with By no yourself. one, not yeah. even a son. I don't know. Maybe that's just why I thought of that. But yeah, maybe that's the reason because three people killed, no death penalty in Texas. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. So anyway, hmm. I don't know. That's pretty much it, man. He his. The, but did he get life in prison? He got life in prison. Now here's. What's interesting, the family members, including the aunt and grandmother, are actually really supportive of him. They actually are facilitating and making sure that he gets the help he needed needs in prison. So I think he is mentally ill, you know. Yeah. Because I know he's remorseful. There's no doubt about that. You can see that he's remorseful from doing what he uh. did. Now, he's not like Randy Stare or anything, but I'm telling you, I'm not saying that it was because he was off his meds or whatever, but I am saying that his family members aren't just turning their back on him. They're actually like freaking, you know. I mean, it's an interesting thought. I don't think it had anything to do with that. I think it was. I don't know. Maybe they they maybe it had to do with his age, mm -hmm. and they felt like it had like it, and the combination of the medication stuff. Yeah, made them go a little bit more lenient. I mean, they, he got life in prison, mm -hmm. so it's not exact like it's not like they were like released in twenty. Right. He actually sends a letter. Now this was found after the murder, and this is the letter right here. Who's James? So, and we'll read this for the next episode, but I just kind of want to preface it. James Sivakuramnen, he is another shooter, and he doesn't even live in the same state, and this is him right here. He was about to be a college shooter, oh, gosh. a college shooter, but, and this is at, uh, this is in Florida, he lives in Florida. He was about, and we haven't done this story yet, so this is going to be, you know, but he almost carries out his own college school attack. And these two guys were talking to each other because this is the letter. He says, take it easy, Trey. So anyway, kind of crazy, isn't it? So we're going to start part two with this? Yeah, we'll start part two with that. But for live chat and all you guys, I think that's it. I think we're, uh, I think Jen needs to get some sleep. But, uh, and we started late too, and we're all just freaking exhausted. Well, I hope you guys enjoy that. Until next time, my name is John, and good night, you lovely, lovely people.